0: A guy that's gonna, whose opinion really matters. He's, of <laughs> course, the uh, the lead baseball man for The Athletic. In fact, he's got a really cool thing on Baseball Stories that he does. I love this. For Stadium TV, he's got Jimmy Rollins. So that's going to be awesome. He's, of course, the great Jason Stark on the Comcast Business Hotline. Good morning, Jason. Good morning, guys. How you doing, man? Good job, buddy. Um, so wh- where where do you think they're at? I, I mean, we, we have talked about this all year long. I, I've never bought into them. I, I think that they're uh, not ready yet. But, again, they're still only three out.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I think they're in the danger zone, to be honest with you. Um, mm. they've, they've won one of their last nine series. Uh, if you count Williamsport, they went two and five five i think it is on that trip uh 5 and 15 last 20 games away from citizens bank park and i i you know, I've been built around pitching right led by five runs saturday and lost uh led 7-5 in the eighth uh and lost that Ryan Zimmerman walk-off game wednesday led 4-1 in the sixth lost tuesday it was eight games now that they've led after seven innings. That's the most in the league, and I, they, look, they've got to pitch to win.
0: Yes. Yes. It's kind of been the dialogue all year long is that they can't hit. And you know, look, to get to the playoffs, if you're looking at the last six weeks of a season and you're in a race, you got to hit your way to the playoffs because... You're gonna be facing a lot of guys that teams have given up. Kids are being called up to for st- for starts. You got a lot of ham and eggers making spot starts. You gotta rake during the last six of, six weeks of the season.
1: Well, do you think they're gonna rake? No, but I, I didn't
0: I don't I didn't like their lineup all year long. I told you that. I, I was never I never bought into their lineup. I, I don't like their lineup. I don't like Santana. I don't like how it's, their lives constituted. And more importantly for me is, uh, which I want to talk to you about, is where they're going. You know, wh- wh- like what you see. Now, Reese is a stud, right? We, we all agree that Reese is their building block. You like Nick Williams. Um, I, I don't know. Where, where, where do you see their lineup going and evolving to?
1: All right, well, I d I don't even think they know for sure, right? I mean they but, all right, first base, they're kinda of locked into Santana. I
0: know.
1: I know. Short top of the future, told you this, I still think it's Manny Machado, and then that has a ripple effect. Does King bounce around the field? Uh or does he play second and they trade Cesar? I don't think they know the answer to that. I think Michael Franco has reestablished himself as a part of the future, but if you he, if he decide to sell on him, you'd really be selling high. Um, O'Double versus Roman Quinn is interesting. If you mm-hmm. just have confidence that Roman Quinn stays healthy. And I think they'll chase Bryce Harper this winter. Uh, I don't know if, they'll, if that winds up happening. It's pretty hard to see how you fit Machado and Harper into one payroll. But there's, there's a lot of wiggle room there. And then catcher. They really like Alfaro, but I I, I could really see them either bringing back Wilson Ramos or adding a veteran catcher to that mix. Like if Machado and Harper in the lineup, we wouldn't Ah, have that decision, right? Exactly. If if Machado's in the lineup and not Harper, I still think you'd like to see them get one more really dependable bat. to I mean,
0: mean, look, I love Manny. Look, even Manny's going to go for funks like he did recently with the Dodgers, and that lineup is stacked. So you, you need more than just Manny.
1: you, you, well you do. Uh, Carlos Santana cannot be your cleanup hitter. If uh, this is what no. he's going to be. Uh, if you look at all National League hitters with 250 at-bats out of the cleanup hole, he's last in average, he's last in slugging, he's last in OPS, and like he's, he's obviously got some on-base skills, and he... he Drives in runs when he has an opportunity to, but you, they, they've got to get more out of, the, out of the middle of that lineup. There's just no doubt about it. They, it it's just too much dependence on walks and homers. You yeah. need to be able to manufacture runs and big oh, hits once in a while. I mean, they are last in, They came
0: in the, in a weekend last in the major leagues and hits. They don't do that.
1: <laughs> they, <laughs> they, they, they generate base runners by walking right they're they're geared to draw walks, run counts and hit the ball out of the park or at least get extra base hits. Uh that's what they're they're coached to do that. Uh, Gabe Kapler said it yesterday again. Um they're not just looking to get ahead in the count and make contact. They're, they're looking to get ahead in the count and make hard contact but there's a lot of swing and missing that goes with that you and know, a lot what, of strikeouts
0: and, and right and, and it's also it, Jason you, you need better if you're going to play that style of ball you better get guys that can truly hit the ball out of the park they don't have a lot of ton of power guys that's why I don't understand this whole this idea to play this way
1: yeah, I, no, nobody on their team who plays regularly is slugging 500. Playing, And that's playing in Citizens Bank Park. I know. I find and, that amazing.
0: I, I, you're so right. And when I look at, uh, like, like I, listen, to me, you're taught to take pitches until you get cookies at some point. Until you get a pitch that's your pitch, and then you're supposed to hit it. And it's not about, let me just put my bat on the shoulder and let it stay there. Unless I just get an an 85-mile-an-hour fastball. I mean, come on. That's why This brand of baseball that's being played, it blows. I'm sorry.
1: (laughs) I hate it. (laughs) Well, um, look, Gabe Kapler played on some really good teams that, hit this way, that approached hitting this way, that scored a lot of runs this way and won this way. And that's where it comes from. But there are a lot of teams in the big leagues that are gravitating away from this now. I mean, this idea that you you, know, you want to grind bats at get the starting pitcher out of the game and get the bullpen in the game, there's some teams, you don't want the bullpen in the game. (laughs) You'd much rather face the starter. Well, here's teams now
0: on have bullpen Dale. You watch Tampa Bay, three out of every five, other
1: than Snell, they're they're using bullpen for the whole game. Uh, Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. And, uh, you know, that's going to be a growing trend. You're not going to see teams now that just... Run five starting pitchers out there in a row because that's what teams have done for the last 50 years. That, that's, (laughs) that thinking is changing. All thinking is changing. I mean, the other part of this too is that, uh, you know, the, the the idea that you should grind at bats and that leads to more runs isn't always true because I, I, I think it's safe to say there's no such thing as a fastball count anymore because Everybody pitches backwards. Yeah, and yeah. you can see breaking mm-hmm. balls and what used to be fastball counts a lot. And I, mm-hmm. I do think that this team falls into uh, other teams' hands by doing it this way. I think you have some guys who haven't learned how to hit deep in counts, and that's running up their strikeout totals. Um, I, I, you know, I think that when this season's over, they're going to have to sit back and think about whether they need to refine this philosophy. But they're, I mean, they're deep in it. I know.
0: And it, you know what drives me crazy is when I see that first pitch get me over fastball that they take. And it drives me nuts. There's a lot of them, Jason. And those are pitches that you got to crush.
1: Well, it it like it's it's really interesting to see when they do that, which they they routinely do against starters. And yet, uh, I, I, what was it Saturday? Ken Giles comes in the game, and this is a guy who's had a lot of trouble throwing strikes. Right, that's one of been one of his one of the reasons he's not working in Houston anymore. And he got two outs in the ninth inning on two pitches because both of the first two hitters swung at the first pitch. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> they're taking that pitch until they're not. It,
0: I don't know. Sometimes ah, I know. can't follow I mean, it. Yeah, I don't know. I, mean, I see a lot of it, a lot of taking early, in, and, and i guess i some focusing more early in games is when you're <laughs> sitting there and I don't know. This a lot of yeah. frustrates me. Jason. Yeah, it, it really I'm, does. I'm, but,
1: but I'm worried. I, I tell you, I'm worried about. They're pitching. I'm not worried about it, but I would think they ought to be worried about it. Only three teams in the league have allowed more runs in August than they have. And they, I mean, we went through some of these bullpen meltdowns on that trip. That's a worry. Sir Anthony is a big worry, man. Yeah, but didn't you expect that? I don't know. I mean, I, I you well, know, I mean, did you I... expect him to go from that to this, uh, first 29 appearances, one and a half ERA. No, but I
0: expected a, a, a certain drop-off. I mean, it's a little steeper than I expected, but I mean, you can't expect your bullpen to go lights out for an entire season. That's not baseball.
1: Right, I, and they've got a lot of good arms out there, and they've got a lot of depth and versatility out there, but somebody has to be the guy, and ideally with his stuff, it should be him. But he and several other guys out there, I feel like they're in uncharted territory in terms of how much they've worked and what they've done. He, he was never a relief pitcher before this year. Never, He's never been there, done this. And, I, I mean, I don't know exactly how you navigate the last five weeks of a season and try to get him some time to, uh, to get some rest, get stronger, and get back because uh, you need him so much. But if he's not the guy, who's the guy?
0: No, he is the guy. He's got to work through this. I mean, that's not uncommon for young players, particularly young pitchers. With him, he's he is the guy,
1: and well, you got to treat him the I mean, guy. I, yeah, I, I, that's obviously the way they've decided they need to run the pen. But is that the way they can con- continue to run the pen? Given the way he's pitching right now, he's got a nine ERA this mm-hmm. month. Um, he, he had a rough trip, right? He faced twelve hitters and yeah. five of them scored. Yeah. Um, you're gonna. I, I told Mike this the other day, but you know we're getting close to September. They're gonna have twenty pitchers in September. They might have more, and you're gonna see some some incredible bullpen games.
0: We're gonna bullpen see some
1: four-hour games, is what you're saying. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Pitch in those games for sure. Keeping it on on pitching, Jason. We we brought it up earlier, and it's kind of like an afterthought, and it kind of ticks me off a little bit. Aaron Nola, yeah, probably the third guy in the National League behind Scherzer and Degrom when it comes to Cy Young. I don't know. Has he climbed that list to you? Like, is he is he that? Is he the third guy, or has he you know vaulted himself up to? No, maybe he's going to win it. He could win it. Like uh, right, right now. I think DeGrom has separated himself by just a little bit. I mean, four-tenths of a run difference in ERA between both him and Scherzer. That's a lot. But you can't win Cy Young in August. You you know, your great season doesn't end in August. you got to finish it. He's got to finish it. Scherzer does. I I think Scherzer is uh, just a tick ahead of Noah. He leads the league in opponent average uh, whip, so fewest base runners, right, and and strikeout rate, but he and Noah are almost in a dead heat for second. And if he pitches definitively better down the stretch, then he can still win it. It's not out of the question. Um, I think he's an MVP candidate. Hmm. Uh, you know, they're going to go through the year. It looks like, and if you you know if you follow wins above replacement, they're they're going to have most likely not a single three win position player in other words not a single position player who is worth three wins or more I I was fiddling around with this last week I I think there's only been one team in history that ever made the postseason with no three win position players so this is about pitching mostly it's about him last three weeks they're 4-0 when he starts and 4-12 when anyone else starts
0: yeah yeah. Hey, Jay, to be fair, tell me about uh, what's going on with J-Roll. You got baseball stories with Jimmy?
1: Yeah. Uh, this debuts tomorrow night on Stadium TV, WatchStadium.com. We have an incredible conversation, me and Jimmy Rollins. And That's awesome. You know, I've like, I've spent hours talking to Jimmy in my life, and he told stories I've never heard. He talked about a lot of moments in ways I'd never heard him. Uh, he talked about things he'd said and done uh with with and you know gave some background on those things that i'd never heard we showed him some video of some of his greatest moments uh <laughs> you could probably figure out pretty easily what mm, they were He and close, man. Him talk about them and like it was it was good it was good stuff so tomorrow it, it premieres tomorrow night on stating tv but then after that Uh, it gets archived at WatchStadium.com or if you have the the stadium app on your phone, your mobile device, your Apple TV, your Roku, you can watch it as many times as you want. (laughs) That's
0: so cool. I mean, I I I miss... I miss watching him play baseball. I miss his bright lights come up big at the plate. And you know, the way he played, his arm, he had such a great arm, man. He was such a great fielder.
1: Oh, my God. You know... he was one of those guys that he, he just had uh, this innate feel for how to play that position, right? I mean, had, he had the clock in his head. Yeah. He had the arm. He had that little spin move. Uh, we, you know, we showed him the video of the, the walk-off season, the pennant clinching double play against the Nationals in 2008. Mm. Had him walk us through that. Um, just his understanding. Of how to play that position was as uh, as good as anyone that I've ever been around no doubt about it